Hey Tokoras, Kiki here. So today we're going to be taking a departure from our normal episode formatting and it's going to be shorter and it's just going to be me and I get to share some of my own personal folklore with you guys today. So without further ado, welcome to my folklore show and tell. I hope you enjoy. First off, let me begin by saying that it's kind of awkward to um, to do this alone. You don't normally do this alone. <laughs> so, Sarah, I miss you. Come back. <laughs> don't worry, guys. She'll be back. Don't worry. But, yeah, it's weird. So, it's just me today. And today, I get to share some of my folklore with you guys. I'm really excited. And I chose to, to talk about my singing. And I thought that a really good way to connect my story to folklore and kind of put it in that context for y'all is to use the Randall V. Mills archive terms. You've probably most likely definitely never heard of the Randall V. Mills archive, and that's okay. So give it a Google. It's, so it's at the University of Oregon. It's the largest folklore archive in the Northwest, as far as I'm aware. On the West Coast, I believe, as far as I'm aware. It's where, I mean, I've submitted my own folklore projects to the Randall E. Mills Archive, and a lot of folklore students do so. You can, a lot of folklore students do research in the archive, and they'll pull other people's research projects and kind of connect it and, and whatnot. But in order to put your work into the archive, you need to be able to categorize it correctly for them instead of them having to, to do all that. Please don't make these people read like 50 essays just to categorize your research for you. Don't do that. But they break it down into four different sections. So the first is informant. The second is geographical location. Third is folk group. And fourth is genre. So my folklore show and tell today is singing. So the informant would be moi. And the geographic region would be the United States because, I mean, I've kind of been all over. And folk group would be me. <laughs> or, well, I suppose it would include my nuclear family as well. And the genre, I would say music and hobby. Singing, for me, it's something that I do every day. It's something that I, I, I feel is gratifying and it feels great to do. I feel like I'm good at it. I think I'm good at it. Thanks, Mom. Um, <clears throat> and it's something that I, I just do consciously when I from the moment I wake up to when I go to sleep, I'm, I can't seem to stand to have any amount of silence around me. I've got to have music on. And if I've got music on, I've got to be singing it. And if I don't know the words, I'm going to try and kind of fake that I know the words until I do know the words so that I can sing along because I don't like not knowing the words because I want to sing along to every single song that I hear. 
things. <laughs> and that's just how obsessed I am with it. I can't help it. I really can't help it. In fact, at work, I even avoid putting music on because I'm afraid I'll start singing unintentionally without knowing about it like a crazy person. And by the way, I work next to customer service, so I really shouldn't start singing. Otherwise, customers be like, hey, is somebody, is that music or is somebody singing in the background? It's kind of weird. I don't, whatever. But <laughs> I digress. My, my love and obsession with singing comes from my mom and my love of music. Both of my parents have a love of music and both of my brothers love music as well in fact music is kind of one of the like major things that I identify Joel with like Joel and, and I think of Joel and I also think of a certain type of music and Joel you know what I'm talking about Lucas you definitely know what I'm talking about <laughs> sorry I'm alone and I don't have nobody to answer with Except myself. Continuing on. my So my whole family, we're all pretty musically inclined. We may not be like like pros at, at stuff, but we're all musically inclined. My dad taught himself how to play guitar. My mom was professionally taught how to sing. My brother Lucas took, let's see, he did bass clarinet and he learned how to play bass guitar. I I remember that guitar. I remember that bass guitar around the house. And Joel learned how to play cello and was very good at it. In fact, I think we should pick it back up again. <clears throat> and I played clarinet, so I had piano lessons, I played clarinet, and I also know how to play the violin just a teeny tiny bit. I'm teaching myself ukulele and of course I sing and I I am obsessed with it. My, my mom, as I said, she was professionally trained. I think she must have gotten tired of me belting Britney Spears No Holds Barred completely and utterly off. Now mind you, yes, I like Britney Spears. I was like 10. Of course I like Britney Spears. And even before that, I liked Britney Spears. I like Britney Spears since I was like 7, okay? No shame. I just kind of lost touch with her for a while. I think she kind of lost touch with herself. Welcome back, Britney. I'm so glad you're free. Anyway, um, so I think she got really sick and tired of me singing completely and utterly off key. So she took me into the family study. She brought out the keyboard. And she told me that this is how Britney Spears practices. And she started doing, she did just middle C chord. Um, C, D, you know, F, G, K, G, yeah, all those. And she taught me that I, if I plug one ear, I can hear myself sing, but I can then also hear the music. And so I can harmonize with it a lot easier. And so she taught me how to harmonize. And then from there, I just sort of took off. And it's it's something that my mom and I, oh, oh my goodness, my cat's being loud. Sorry about that. In fact, my mother and I, we often sing together, um, especially in the car. That's kind of our thing. We sing. And singing is something that we always talk about. I, I talk to my mother just about every day. But when I'm when we're together, 
they were in the car together, we're definitely singing. For sure. Or I'm singing, at least. And then I'm asking her, like, hey, mom, like, how did I do? Um, and she'll normally, she'll give me some pointers and she'll teach me how to support my notes. That was another thing that my mom taught me how to do is how to support my notes. And it seems counterintuitive, but you are supposed to use your diaphragm and not your throat to sing. Which seems really counterintuitive because you're like, well, you talk with your your throat. So, like, wouldn't you sing with it too? Holy moly. I don't know what he's just doing. I hope you guys can't hear it. Oh, he's trying to close the door. <laughs> he's cute. He's not that cute. Uh, so you're supposed to use your diaphragm and not your throat to sing. And talking, yes, you do use your throat. But when you're singing and you want to belt those notes out and hold them as long as possible and make sure that they don't, I don't know what the term would be, but like fade out. <laughs> so sometimes, uh, and you, sometimes when you're singing from your throat and you're trying to belt a note out, you'll just kind of hit a point where you're like, nope, I can't sing anymore. And your, your, your neck might even be a little sore if you do that for too long. That's because you're not supposed to be using your vocal cords that way. So when you're trying, so if you're singing and you want to get either a high note out or just you just want to, you need to push one out. You need to do this the entire time you're singing anyway, but especially when you're trying to belt something out, fill your stomach with air and use, use your stomach kind of like a bagpipe. Uh, I don't know how else to explain it. So you use your stomach like a bagpipe and you are controlling how much air is pushed through your throat and your throat kind of shapes the sound. That makes sense. I don't, it makes total sense to me. I, mm, let me, let me know. But so that's, I mean, that's how I felt. And I feel like ever since I started exercising more and even swimming a little bit. It's expanded my breath control because swimming requires quite a bit of breath control and going to the gym, working on my core will also allow me to hold, to sustain and even hit more notes, hit higher notes. That also just takes a bunch of practice. Just practice, 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 constantly listen to yourself, constantly singing stuff on the radio. Like, be obsessed with it like, like I am essentially. So, but yeah, that's, that's my folklore. I really hope you guys enjoyed. So next time we're going to be having, uh, we're going to have Bigfoot part two coming up and then Sarah is going to have a folklore show and tell of her own for you guys. I'm excited to see what she comes up with. She has no idea what I'm doing. So I have no idea what she's doing. I'm excited. So happy pride. Happy National Outdoors Month. Get out there. Express yourself. Be proud of yourself. Be who you are. And have a great night, y'all. See ya.